0: Chicago, where the fire serve cold, but the wolves in the hawks, never shiver in the snow. The Bulls keep it running, the Sox run the south, the Cubs run the north, but the Bears run the house. True Chicago sports fans got their ears to the street. Any team make a move,
1: and they never skip a beat. And in this house, this is where we be. Welcome to the show with E-Rock and Big Z. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Chicago. Coming from the true Chicago sports fans' cave. This is a TCSF podcast with your host, E-Rock and Big Z. That's right. Episode 19 is brought to you by Noir Caesar, Villain Radio Studios and Grit Clothing Company. And as always, I am Big Z and I'm here with E-Rock. What up, E? What's good, Z? We have a great show today, as always. Uh, This week, we talk some huge baseball
2: news on the South Side. Oh, boy. We got more news on the South Side? That's right, sir. (laughs) And we talk about the Cubs and some possible roster moves. And we talk about not one, but two undefeated local college football teams. Yes, sir. And as always, in our three and out segment, we have our weekly Bears analyst, Il Brown, give us his X's and O's on Monday Night Football against the Minnesota Vikings. Those pesky queens. And we also have a special guest this week. We have Mike Logic from the All Net Podcast going to talk to us about some NBA draft and see who we think the Bulls are going to pick
1: you think he's going to talk to us about Balls' family? <laughs> he, he might. He might. He, he is quite in love with the Balls. <laughs> All right. Can't wait to get into that that Bears talk, uh, getting that victory. Hopefully, uh, you know, we've got Bill Lazer calling plays now. So, That's true. So we might That's have true. a different outcome this week. Let's see. All right. But first, this is The Loop, our Chicago Sports Roundup, where we keep you in The Loop. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago.
0: Welcome to Chicago. Welcome, welcome to Chicago Welcome to Chicago
1: This is Chicago Doors open on the left at Chicago Welcome to Chicago What's up first, Iraq?
2: Uh, Cubs, Chicago Cubs They might be looking to dump some salary uh, Let's see who might be on the chopping block um, Hayward's making 21 mil That's a lot I mean, it is, but I mean, he's been good for the team. It depends he's on what kind the of team. direction they're trying to go right now.
1: So, what are the Cubs going to do? They said they want to cut salary, but are they going to go full rebuild mode or retool mode?
2: I think we're going to see what goes on because the latest trade rumor that I saw was uh, Chris Bryant and David Bodie for Arenado. Wow. Yeah, buddy. I, I, bodie has Bodie's been an important part of
1: the team last Bodie's couple years, real- though. Really good third baseman. I mean, his bat isn't all there, but...
2: He, he's hit some pretty crucial home runs over the last couple of years. Yeah, he's but been I clutch. Mean this, this last year, um, it's been kind of all over the place. Uh, we also have Darvish, who's making uh, $22, 22. Million. Yeah. His contract's up in 2023. Brian, we kind of just talked about... Uh, rizzo rizzo not going anywhere rizzo gonna be here until he's about 47 years old <laughs> right we're not getting rid of rizzo and uh kimbrick uh, kimbrough. Kimbrough, yeah, kimbrough kimbrough is a big one
1: yeah but kimbrough, who's gonna want him who's gonna want kimbrough I, I, if who, no one didn't want to sign him when he was available
2: well, I mean, he he was actually pretty good at the end of uh, at the end of the season. He I did mean, turn around. He did but, turn I mean, it he's, he's still got a contract for like two what two more years, two more seasons mm-hmm. at sixty mm-hmm. mil. Yeah, Hendricks is not going anywhere. He's he's signed your until twenty twenty four. He's that's not going anywhere either. Yeah, and Baez that's that's another one right there because you only have one more season that he's signed to, and they need to absolutely make a deal and get Baez. They signed need to resign and, him. Yeah, they need get to sign him. Done with. Yeah. Um, but you know that that's the thing is that Baez. I, I've been talking about it for a while. Mm-hmm. Baez and Rizzo; those are your guys. Those are your guys going to co- that are going to always put butts in seats, especially with the large Puerto Rican community in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. Baez is is that dude, you know?
1: So, so is Baez and uh, uh, and Rizzo your your Mike Grace and your Ryan Sandberg? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Your, I your, like that. Your your cornerstones. I and like that. Everybody else, you know, you can build around. I mean, and plug and play.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but I, I mean, I I really like the comparison. I think these are guys that, like I said, these, these this is your and Taves.
1: and, and Hendricks is your Maddox. Yes, he's he, he very much so like yeah. a Maddox. Yeah. Well,
2: I mean, and, and I feel you know we we know that Lester is no longer on the team as right. of right now. Right. But I I do really like um, Hendricks and. Uh, and Darvish has your is your one two punch up there and, and we gotta see how the rest of it's gonna fill out. But we did some have some very uh
1: <laughs> interesting news. Yeah, this was very interesting. <laughs> we talked about it off air, but so, Go ahead, go ahead. So
2: yeah, so reliever Ryan Tapera, who I believe they got over from the Rangers.
1: Yes. Um, he actually got an, an MVP vote because he was killing it early, early on in the season. <laughs> that wasn't the reason he got the vote. That was a mistake on the on the computer screen. Really? I yes. actually didn't see that. Oh, I... yeah, no. The, the writer, they they uh, he admitted it on Twitter. He's like, I hit the wrong button, and it went through. Hey, a vote is a vote. A vote is a vote. And you uh, know what? Hey. At the end of the day, on his baseball card and on baseball reference, yep. he's got a vote. And, and guess what?
2: I think we proved over the last two weeks every vote counts baby
1: that's right <laughs> <laughs> all right what's going on in the south side brother oh wow oh i'll wow. get ready for this Woo-hoo. Whew, i'm gonna take a deep breath yeah, take buddy. A deep breath. yeah right. buddy don't get too excited yeah, i am i'm super excited congratulations to jose mv pito.
2: pito that's
1: right i'll pray you for winning the 2020 al mvp award oh my god he led the A.O. in games, played 60 this season. Yes, it was a short season. But yes. All right. Hits 76, slugging percentage 617, total bases 148, RBI 60, wow. one RBI per That's game. A, an RBI per game, man. That's impressive. Yeah, that is. He finished second in the home runs with 19. A quick fun note, Pito had the second most home runs at Wrigley this season with six. <laughs> Only Ian Happ with eight beat him. So... You know, just saying. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. We don't want to hear that on the other side. Keep going. Keep going. I'm looking to have your shine, All right. It, thanks, thanks. Uh, he was third in runs with 43, fourth in average with 317, fifth in OPS, 987. Eleven of his 19 home runs came when the White Sox were down one run. So you talk about being clutch. That's MVP Pito. Pito. 2020 AL MVP Jose Abreu. That's that's your boy,
2: man. I've, I know we've been talking about it, even even though he has that Lou Albano a little a uh, the little The, <laughs> the,
1: little, the, chin, the, chin the rubber man. brain. Yeah, the, the, the rubber band. I don't know. I don't know what's up with that Whatever. <laughs> All <laughs> right. So i becomes a fourth player in White Sox history fifth all-time to win the award joining Frank Thomas in 93 and 94 Dick Allen in 72 and Nellie Fox in 1959. So he is up there with history Jose Abreu got 21 out of 30 for, uh, the 30 first place votes, and he was awarded the Most Valuable Player Award. This is well-deserved.
2: Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we kind of knew that about halfway through the season that that's yeah. where we're looking at, and he seemed to be really excited to receive it as well.
1: Yeah, I couldn't be happier for, for such a hard worker, such a humble guy. Yeah. Um, I've met him uh, numerous times you know, at SoxFest and at games, and he's always been very gracious. So H- Humble brag. Yes, yeah, right. That's right. Uh, so he's a true leader, like I said. Uh, Abreu was—I uh, don't know if you saw the uh, whole live interview. Yeah, I, did. I, I, saw, I saw. I mean, just watching it, you know, uh, they asked him they uh, and Abreu on his meaning of the MVP uh, being MVP. He said, "My mom—that's the meaning of the award. She's why I do every every single thing every day. It's because of her who I am."
2: So, I mean, look. This is very important to the Latin community. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's mom is important to them. Yes. But I mean, in the Latin community, like, your mom is everything. You know yes. what I mean? So She's like your you, queen. Could, you could see why he broke down in tears once he won the award.
1: Dude, I I, ch- I choked up. Yeah. I choked up. I'll uh, bring you thank Renteria, Joe McEwing, and all the coaches uh, in the past, especially. He, he actually thanked Robin Ventura. I don't know why, but whatever. Oh, I mean, he played for him. He did play for him, but yeah. All right. So, uh, and he also thanked uh, one of the, quote, most important people in his life. End quote. Jerry Reinsdorf. Reinsdorf is,
2: is is loyal to a fault, and I mean, we see why because the way you know, I mean, his his players and his staff are loyal to him mm-hmm. because he's loyal to them. Yeah, and we we saw, and you can see that. that.
1: Yeah, went. When when uh, Abre was asked about the managerial change on on the south side, he says, "What can I say? Ricky was a great manager, a great person, and he helped me a lot. I was honored to be part of the team that he managed." At the same time, I'm really excited to have a chance to play for a manager like Tony Larusa.
2: That sounds pre-written by someone else. Yes, I'm gonna tell you that right now. Yes, because we've already heard from a couple of players around the the league that says I would no, in no way I would play for La Russa. So I can't imagine that that um, was it. Was it Stroman who said it?
1: Yeah, he mm-hmm. was like
2: no shot. So I can't imagine he's the only player in the league that feels that way. But I mean, you know, good good on uh, Abreu for towing the company company line.
1: That's right. Felicidades, pito, te lo mereces. All right, now let me switch gears and um, let's talk about La Embarrassment. Oof. <laughs> because mm-hmm. that's what I'm calling it, right? Mm-hmm. La Embarrassment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Ryan Dorf bypassed his GM, his President of Operations. Mm-hmm. You know, Kenny Williams. I don't like that guy, but whatever. <laughs> in hiring his manager, uh, who <sighs> the MLB fans were upset about the hiring. Uh, casual fans were high, you know, upset about the firing. Cubs, MLB Cubs fans over yeah. here, yeah, even everybody. It's a mess. So the whole thing is like you have this mm-hmm. debacle. So why just didn't go? Why didn't you just go with Ozzie
2: Because it was Reinsdorf. We all. But there was no. There was no.
1: No ha, search. There was no, no search. Ha,
2: ha, ha, no. Well Here's the thing. You, you like you said they they did their due diligence with their uh, affirm. It was affirmative action. Uh, yeah. Or what, what, equal opportunity, whatever you want to call it. But there was no search. No. No, no, there no. was Reinsdorf who, like I said, he's an old man. He was trying to help out his friend, who's also an old man, and, mm-hmm. and he feels it feels bad about firing him. You know, when 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 uh, Larusso was the youngest manager in the league, right? But just put him in the front office, give him a paycheck, and tell him to sit down. No, he decided to put him in, <laughs> put him in the dugout <laughs> because that's how he got fired in the first place.
1: Right. So Ozzy again would have related better to the players. He would have gave you a shot of energy in the, in the dugout and in in the, in the media uh, and a positive. Momentum going like uh, uh, TLR Tony uh has the resume, but he's loaded. He's loaded like a diaper. Everyone smells it. <laughs> no one wants to change it. And I guess now eh, the doo doo's everywhere, and it's all over the White Sox organization. Oui. Yeah. Uh, I just hope that the players still want to come and play with Giolito, Obrado, and Tim Anderson, and not so much uh, take this as a determined to not play for the White Sox. You know, with TLR. And right now, we don't know what's happening with the case uh, because. He's been charged, but you know, I think uh, next and, week or well, two weeks. From and, now. and
2: that was the thing was that what we found out was he was charged. He was charged the day before the. The signing or the hiring or or the announcement or whatever it right, was right right and the the reason why is because
1: they're so backed up in they're, well they're,
2: they're backed up because of covid right and that's what it was
1: and it's but, the same state that and, had trouble counting votes a few moments later <laughs> no, let me tell you
2: this. well now here's the thing though too is that when he got pulled over yes. i think he was he was because he was part of the the dodgers organization the angels 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 yes he was with the angel Angel's organization as an advisor or whatever the mm-hmm. hell he's been yep. doing the Front last few years. Advisor, right? So the thing is, is that he went out, they had dinner, he had some wine, probably too much wine. Mm-hmm. And then he gets pulled over and he, and he pulled the, don't you know who I am?
1: Yeah. Or, I'm a baseball or, guy.
2: Yeah. Or don't you know who, who I think I am? This, this kind of crap. <laughs> man, get out of here, dude. Like this is, You're this not is above the embarrassment law, man. You're all not
1: a- the way around. And, and my biggest argument is like, if this was a player that had a pending case like this, no one would sign that player until the Absolutely case would not. be done.
2: At, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. So, again, you know this is Reinsdorf, you know, right. talking. So, one one thing I did want to mention is yeah, now that we're kind of coming around the end of the uh, baseball talk here. Yes. Um. So, Darvish. Yes. You know, we had a whole discussion about Darvish. I wanted him to, to win the Cy Young. He did not because Trevor Bauer had a little bit better stats than him. Called but- it. But check this out though. <laughs> uh-huh. Darvish did something really cool that he oh, didn't that's realize. Right. Yes, he, he did. S- and that and that's why I wanted to mention it before yeah. we forget, okay? So, Darvish went on Twitter and he wrote in Japanese that he was surprised to learn from his agent that he'd be earning an additional 1 million dollars in each of the next 3 seasons. And what he said, he's going to donate a portion of that to charity because he didn't know that be uh, being voted up in the Cy Young. Get your uh, extra check. The, yeah, 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 getting yeah, Cy Young votes check. or whatever. He's getting a bonus from that. So good on you, you Darvish man.
1: That's an awesome gesture. Um, that shows how humble and uh, um, charitable he is. It's a, first of all, he, it was a toss up. I still would have went with Bauer, but Darvish was a close, close second. Oh yeah. All right, let's move over to college football. E, what you got? The Northwestern Wildcats Go Cats.
2: remain undefeated with their victory over Purdue. The Wildcats Go Cats. moved to four zero for the first time since 1996 when Pat Fitzgerald Go Cats. donned a helmet instead of a clipboard.
1: It's been a while.
2: It has been a while. We, you know, they looked good. I mean, they that looked pretty really uh, good, yeah they held on for the win at the end of the game. They won 27 to 20 over the Boilermakers. Peyton Ramsey had three touchdowns, one interception, uh only 212 yards. Um but I mean overall, I mean they they looked pretty damn good.
1: They did and uh, we were we were talking uh, you know chatting on text with both games going on and I I was telling you I'm like hey I'm actually watching college football, and I installed a second TV so I can do that, so I can watch both games. I had both right. games on at the same time. And they, they did and it was a good,
2: fun. They did a good job of spreading the ball around. You had eight players with at least one catch. Um, you had tons of players rushing. Well, let me see. I'm, I'm going to count this up. One, two, three, five, six, seven players with rushing yards. And a hot look.
1: Tw- we can't get two on a Bears. Yeah, oh God, it's, it's awful. We, we, oh, look, we can if you get the defensive player to go rush for us.
2: Well, we got Lamar Mill Yeah, that's right. We got like, <laughs> Barcavius Mingo or Marcavius yeah. Bingo or whatever that guy's name is. But yeah, I mean, Cats stay undefeated um, for the first time. Since 1996.
1: So they're going to be moving up in the rankings for sure.
2: At, well, they should right now. Uh, next, next up for number 23 Northwestern is the number 13 Wisconsin Badgers on Saturday. This will be a true test to see what they
1: can do. Definitely a good test for them to see where they're at. I mean... A number thirteen team, ranked team against a number twenty three right now, twenty three. And, and,
2: and that's of right now, we don't know what the, right. the, the ranking new rankings haven't come out yet. Um and, and the Badgers just beat the crap out of uh Michigan. I mean it's Michigan. This is what I don't understand. we Michigan got three or We something. got a lot of Bears fan asking for a hard bar to come and be our coach. No, 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 no. He what loses the big game on? every
1: time. Every time he loses the big game. I'm yeah. good. I'm good. This is wild. All right. Let's move over to the other side of college football. <laughs> let's, let's, <laughs> let's go over the border, brother. Let's go over the border to Indiana. Yes, yeah, sir. All right. with Notre Dame. That's right, baby. Notre Dame
2: Fighting Irish remain undefeated with a forty-five to thirty-one defeat over
1: Boston College. I was scared, man. I thought they were gonna have the big letdown, <laughs>
2: that, especially against Boston College. Yeah, I, mean, I
1: still, put, I still put my money on on Notre Dame to win. I, you know, made a small little wager. Right. But yeah, they know they came through. So they're eight and zero.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, Brian Kelly gets his hundredth victory uh, with Notre Dame, and the Irish move up to eight and zero on the season. Now, BC uh, Notorious Gives the Irish fits during what has been dubbed the Holy War. Yes, yes. Over the years, uh, the Holy War between two Catholic schools. You know, I, I got to say that that name is a bit more kind than the old Catholics versus convicts uh, oh, <laughs> name oh, when, uh, oh, oh. when uh, Notre Dame used to play the U back in the day, and it's not nearly as dirty as ND versus Bama, which uh, some people dub the Catholics
1: versus the Cousins. <laughs> you can do it! You can do it! all night long! I'm not touching that one. <laughs> well, stay, Maybe they stay,
2: stay away from your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta worry about touching it, man. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, Ian Book, uh, three touchdowns. I mean, they didn't have to sit there and rely on the rushing game this game. Um, Kyron Williams only had nine touches for 37 yards. Um, Ian Book, 283 yards. He had uh, he had 10 rushes for 85 yards as well. Wow. So, I mean, wow. you know, they... they hey. They did a good job. They controlled the game, 561 total yards, uh, Even, evenly played game, 283 passing, 278 rushing. Um, I mean, you know, fourth down efficiency, two for two. They went for it uh, uh, on fourth down twice and got it done. Dominated time of possession. I mean, this was just a good game for the Irish. And, and the fear was that there would be a big letdown after that Clemson game.
1: That was my biggest fear, uh, that there would be a letdown just from playing, you know, sunshine. And then, well, well, they didn't get to play, but right, they played this team. And, uh, but now, what it looks like, they'll be playing them in the championship yeah, game. Yeah, it looks it, like it, it looks keeps like on.
2: they're on a fast track to face Clemson in a rematch of their game from earlier. Uh, both teams will easily make the ACC championship game. And Notre Dame will likely face Trevor Lawrence. Sunshine. Sunshine. Next time around. But, you know, it's football, man. Anything can happen.
1: I wonder what the rankings going to be on. You know, I think they come out later on. Uh, but if they were number three. Do they move up a spot? Maybe two spots.
2: Who uh, Notre Dame? Yeah.
1: Well, they're two right now. They're number two. Yeah. I thought they were three.
2: No, they're oh, number no. two. But here's the thing: that Alabama couldn't play. I think because of COVID. Yes. So yes, yes, we'll yes, see yes. what happens. You All know. Right. But and that's the thing: is like I think last week Ohio State was number three with like two two wins. I'm like, how? Yes. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. I mean, like you know, we we got some really good quarterbacks coming out of this draft. I don't know if we're going to get any of them because we are the Chicago Bears.
1: I know who's going to get them. My fantasy team. Oh well, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I got that dynasty league. Dynasty league. Yeah.
2: Target, uh, target Sunshine, right away in the first round, bro.
1: Yeah, I might. It looks like I might end up with a third pick, so I don't know. I might miss out on Sunshine.
2: Oh, you got Justin Fields
1: too. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. This is Chicago. Doors open on the left at Chicago. Welcome to Chicago. Welcome to Chicago Welcome to Chicago This is Welcome, Chicago Doors open on the left at Chicago Welcome to Chicago Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z Are you ready for some football? It's time for some Bears Talk This is Three and Out Yeah All right, let's get down to it. What a complete and total embarrassment. Six points off the leg of Cairo Santos and a run back by Peter uh, Patterson uh, was the entire scoring of the night. This is embarrassing. It's just embarrassing. Early on, the Bears got Kyle Rudolph to fumble. Did they do anything with it? No. They just had Nick Foles overthrow Anthony Miller, who tipped the ball, and then it lands back into the hands of the Vikings uh, defense. who was just sitting waiting for him. And then they promptly score a touchdown. That's what you're supposed to do. You get a turnover and you put points on the board. And the Bears can't do that either. It's a joke. It's an embarrassment. It's a failure on all fronts. We've been saying it from for a couple of weeks now. Ted Phillips, all the way down. It's time to go. All right? Strip it down. All the way down to the bones for the offense, coaching, general manager president i know the ownership's not going to change so we got to do what we can with what we got this offense needs to start from scratch all right the whole offensive line gotta start from scratch you got some talent on offense that's not being used and we said it before i mean we want the bears to win but when you go to when you when you're five and one and barely winning those games and then you have a four game losing streak and you're five and five going into the bye week guess what Bears fans are going to be very frustrated and pretty much we're all feeling like we're done here. At this point, they should have not won those close games and we'd be, I don't know, two and seven. And guess what? We'd be in line for a higher draft. A four game losing streak is just unacceptable. Again, it would have been easier to, to understand and to swallow the pill, that hard pill. If we didn't win those games early on, we would have our expectations would have been a lot lower. And understood, hey, this offensive line, garbage, play calling, garbage, naggy, garbage, pace, garbage. And the national news and news uh, media and the papers and ESPN and everybody else is calling us soft and we were upset. Oh, don't call us soft. Don't call the Bears soft. We're five and one. Guess what? This is why they call us soft, because we are. We're softer than wet Charmin. All right. I don't see them winning much more after this. I mean, there's really not, in many games that they can't win. Not with this offense, the defense can hold teams to under 20 points, but we can't score 21. Pace, Nagy, Foles, Trubisky, Miller, Ted Phillips, get rid of them all, fire them, don't sign them, get rid of them. That new offensive uh, guy, uh, defensive guy, offensive line. I mean, uh. We just got to get rid so many people. It's just embarrassing. The offense, 109 yards from Foles? I mean, y- you've you got to be better than that. You- you've you got to be better than that. Total offense for the Bears was 149. and I think Foles had 106 on, uh, by passing. Celebrate had 18 yards, one for five. He came in after Nick Foles got clocked and then at that hip stinger, or whatever it is. Cordell Patterson, twelve for thirty with two and a half yards. Why is Cordell Patterson, your running back? Use him as a slot guy. You you use him as a decoy. Give Pierce and 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 uh, and, Null and Miller. get give, give, give somebody else the ball. See what you got. Robinson, if he had any quarterback that was half as good, he'd be an all-star. He'd be, you know, pro bowler. I mean, six receptions for 43 yards and nine targets. Just just embarrassing. Miller, two for twenty-eight, seven targets. How do you catch only two passes out of seven targets? Patterson, another two receptions. Ryan all, one reception. Kolkomet, one again. Come on, you've got to use the kid. He's big. He's able to make some space. You've got to give to him. Lamar Miller was used in the passing game, and not in the running game. Come on. Mooney, you're all you're, you're Pro Bowl Rookie of the Year. you got to use him. Two targets and two passes for three yards. And Jimmy Graham, zeros with two targets. This is just embarrassing. It's just embarrassing to call yourself a Bears fan at this point when we get so hyped up for this team and they produce nothing. Kirk Cousin was 25 of 36 for 292 with two touchdowns, one interception. Bears and Vikings, they they traded on uh on turnovers, but they scored once they got those turnovers. And that's the difference. That's the difference. If our offense can't score when we have we get the turnovers from the defense, when a defense strips a ball and intercepts the ball, and then the offense can't put up points. Are you kidding me? You're gonna lose the game. You're going to lose the game. Sacks allowed two to one. So the offensive line got, but there was a lot of pressure on falls, but he only got sacked twice. This is what kills me right here. Third down efficiency, 18%. You cannot move the chains. Whether it's the run game, whether it's the passing game, you can't move the chains. So the defense has got to score. Special teams has got to score for us to win games. Come on. We're better than that. We are better than that. All right, guys. That's my rant. This has been 3 and out. This is-
0: No, 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 is the first anime manga company to feature characters of color, bringing a level of flair and authenticity to the genre as a whole. With influences ranging from Japanese manga and animation, Western comics, streetwear, hip hop, and various forms of cinema, Noir has created a unique style that can be appreciated by the masses. Check out noirceesar.com for more information.
2: Welcome back to the True Chicago Sports Fan Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. Here We have a special guest today. Oh, boy.
0: Yo, my name's Mike. Spell my name right. Y'all got me pumped up and ready like it's game night.
2: Our boy Mike Logic on loan from Shine Native Entertainment is going to come on and talk to us about the NBA draft and who he thinks the Chicago Bulls or balls who, he, who he thinks the Chicago Bulls <laughs> might go after in in the draft uh, we're we are recording on Sunday draft is going to be on Wednesday so this is going to be a Thursday morning we're going to see how right Mike thinks he's it <laughs> how right Mike thinks he is bring
1: out that crystal ball Mike what up Mike
0: what up guys how, how, how's everybody doing glad to be here with you fellas
1: everybody's good everybody's good we're just excited about this draft and uh give us your insight man what do you what, what do you think is going to happen Bring out the crystal ball. Shine it up.
0: <laughs> I, I'm so glad that Garn packs are gone and we get to start over. We hit the restart button. The only thing is, you know, Jerry will do Jerry things.
1: Ugh. He's focused on the White Sox side, he's gonna, so he's not going to be paying attention to at the Bulls. he's not
0: going to bring in a 76-year-old. Uh, Phil Jackson? Phil Jackson's yeah. coming back? Phil's oh, no. not coming back. Oh, no.
1: Please don't. Please don't. All right, so let's let's uh, focus on the Bulls here. What do you got going with the Bulls? I mean, we got some veterans on there. We got some young bucks on there, and we got a draft with some draft capital. What 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 are they going to do on, on the uh, west side of Chicago?
0: Should we do my top five real quick?
1: Yeah, yeah. Yes.
0: How I think this draft is going to play out?
2: <laughs> Please. All right. I have no idea.
0: So, so for the first pick, it's going to be one of two players. It's... Do the my, the Minnesota Timberwolves see either Lamelo ball or Anthony Edwards matching up with D'Angelo Russell.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now for me, first of all, Anthony Edwards, there's comparisons of him to James Harden comparisons, comparisons of his ceiling being Dwayne Wade. Yeah. He sounds and looks like he's going to be a stud, a perennial all-star in this league, very explosive, well-built 6'4", 225. He's got him. He's got an NBA ready body. Right, And me personally, I think Anthony Edwards would be the better fit with D'Angelo Russell in Minnesota because Anthony Edwards can be the off guard. LaMelo and D'Angelo, they both want to be ball dominant, right? Right. So I think that's the way the Minnesota should go with Anthony Edwards. Number two, and... Let me tell you guys, I am in favor of the Golden State Warriors. I think they are going to come back with a vengeance. Yep. Yep. I think they're going to take the 7 1 big man from Memphis, James Wiseman. James Wiseman. Wow. That's right. NBA, another right. NBA rating body comparisons to Anthony Davis. He's taller. He'll eventually get something of a three point shot. They're saying that he'll eventually be able to step out and hit that three. Okay. But if you guys have seen any footage of him, he's huge.
2: I mean, he's a monster. He's seven one listed at two thirty five, and and he's just a, he was just only a freshman. He only played the one year.
0: So then the Golden State Golden State's roster will consist of Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Andrew Wiggins, which people forget about. He's going to be a very good defender right. for them on the wing.
2: Another uh, another number one pick. Green, mm-hmm. Draymond
0: Green. Oh, get out of here with
2: that Draymond talk. No one wants to hear about that. <laughs> back to we, We've been we've been over this several times. Yeah.
0: Draymond's going to return to All Star form. And uh, James Wiseman. Number three, Charlotte
2: Hornets are going to take LaMelo Ball. Oh, man. So is, is that mean you're going to be a Hornets fan this season? No, no,
0: no,
2: no. I mean, we, we, know, we, we know how much you love Ball, so I'm just making sure, bro. All right. <laughs> <laughs> are we editing that out? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. We've been calling you out for your love of the Ball family for quite a while, my friend.
0: <laughs> but look, hey, Lavar is something of a psychic. You know, he he predicts his kids are going to the NBA before they're even close to NBA ready. And Lamelo is either going to go one or three. So props to Lavar for so, believing in his kids. It's a little bit more than confidence. It's so, foresight. So,
2: so far, you have the Bulls staying put at number four. Yeah, Edwards. I
0: don't see, honestly, I don't see the movement that everybody's talking about. I don't see them moving up. And I think. And it's probably not going to make Bulls fans excited. They're going to take the kid from overseas in uh, Israel.
2: Yeah. Denny. Denny. Advia. Yep. A lot of, I've, I've been hearing that All the quite experts a
0: bit say too. And I'm not going to say I'm smarter than the experts. So I have to go with Denny Advia on this. And I like Denny Advia. His yeah. numbers don't blow you away, but he's, he's six nine, six ten. He can yeah. play point guard, shooting guards, small forward, power forward. He can guard better than people are saying. I've watched footage of him. He can move his feet laterally.
2: So you so okay. you would take him over Obi Toppin?
0: And that's who I'm... And when I'm saying move, move his feet laterally, that's something Obi Toppin cannot do. Yeah. And that's why I don't want Obi Toppin. Now, Obi Toppin's been compared to have a ceiling of Amari Stoudemire, which is exciting. And he can shoot the ball. He can step out. He's electric in the fast break. But... I don't like the way he moves around the court. I'm sorry. He he looks very boxy.
1: So you don't see don't, you don't see the Bulls making any trades to get a it, second pick in the first round?
0: I do not I do not see it. I see them staying put. I don't see really any movement in the first 5 picks, honestly. Okay. And I could be could be wrong, but I'm usually not wrong. So I'm going to say the Bulls pick Danny Avia at the number 4 pick.
2: So let, let me ask you this. So the Bulls already have Laurie Markkanen, big
0: Swedish kid.
2: That's fin- that's who has him. No,
0: he's from Finland, he's from Finland.
2: Do you think what what kind of impact do you think um Don, uh, Billy Donovan is going to have on Laurie? Can can we turn this kid into what we thought he was going to be?
0: Laurie likes to fade away if he's not staying involved in the offense. So you, Billy Donovan and this is something that I had a problem with uh what's his name? I already forgot his name because I don't want to ever talk about him again really. Um uh, the last coach
1: yeah, leave, it, leave it at that, the last coach.
0: <laughs> not even to say his name, but when you're running the offense and you see Markkinen's not getting touches, you have to call a timeout. We've got to get Larry involved. Zach is always going to have the ball in his hands. Zach will get his shots. Right. That's where you have to make your teammates better. Hopefully, Zach Levine takes that step this year and makes a Larry Markkinen better. Now if they get LaMelo Ball, then Zach's going to have to move back over to shooting guard. Okay. And I, I'd be excited to watch LaMelo Ball Zach Levine and Larry Markkinen run the fast break. Not a huge Wendell Carter fan. Still, I think. Uh, yeah,
2: I, I, I think I've never, I've ceiling. never been on Wendell Carter. I think his ceiling is very low compared to a lot of guys his size. But now, I'm, I'm gonna,
0: hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping I'm wrong. But so I, I just, I, I don't see it. There's two, two names I'm going to
2: say to you, and I want you to give your opinion of what's going to happen with them. Number one being Chris Dunn, and number two being my boy Lionel Richie, Otto Porter Jr. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would like for them to find a way to to move out of Porter yeah, and his thirty million dollar contract, but it have you you'd have to get something worth making that trade for now alluding to the Chris Paul deal right. it mm-hmm. was out of Porter dad, young something like that right right mm-hmm. Chris Paul <laughs> i wouldn't be I wouldn't be mad at that but no because draft, you you drop two if guys the at... Mellow ball, then you don't make that move
1: yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly where I was gonna go with this. Like, what's gonna happen with Thaddeus Young? Uh, if Otto Porter Jr. is healthy, can he play a full season? And then that's you got you, you, you got a bunch of misfits on the rest of the team. You got Denzel Valentine. Uh, you know, Saderanski okay. okay. Uh, what's that? Mo- Mo- I, dude, I'm gonna be
0: honest. I almost forgot Saddles on the team. Yeah, I, yeah, too. me too. Uh, what is it? It's, Mo- it's Mo- a bunch. Mo- it's Mo- a, Mo- bunch,
2: Mo- it's Mo- a bunch Mo- of random. Look, you got you got Saderanski. You got Luke Cornette, You got Shaq Harrison. I'm not even going to talk about uh, Cristiano because I don't want to say his last name. Uh, <laughs> you, you got Chandler,
0: go!
2: uh, Chandler Hutchinson.
1: There's no fixing that guy. You got
0: yeah, we, And we don't know what we have with Chandler Hutchinson yet because we no. can't see enough of him because he's constantly injured. Denzel Valentine, if he stays healthy, I think he could be a decent bench player. I think he has value.
2: It, he could, but, you know, I think he keeps tripping over his own long-ass face. <laughs>
0: And and that's the problem. The Bulls have been bitten by the injury bug for the past few years. Right. With, with 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 the young core, so to speak, that they drafted.
2: What's what what is your honest opinion of Kobe White? What what do you think he can turn into on this team?
0: Uh, I like Kobe White. I think uh, I think him and I think him and Zach are a lot alike. Mm-hmm. Yes. See, people keep saying that Kobe White's the point guard of this team for the future. I he's disagree. A I think guard. he's. I think he's a shooting guard. Yeah, he's a shooting I would love guard. If he, I would love if he turned into Bradley Beal. Then we don't even have to talk about that. Are the Bulls ever going to possibly trade for Bradley Beal because he wants to be reunited with Billy Donovan? If Kobe White's that, we're good. Right, I agree. But I, but I also the most important thing I need to see this year is Zach Levine being the All Star, uh, being the superstar that we all thought he possibly could be.
1: Yeah, I mean, I did the the only thing that was questionable is like he was trying to be clutch at the end. And, and there's points there he was, but a lot of time he was forcing the ball. And he, yeah. again, he doesn't have a lot of, of a supporting cast. What,
2: what do you, I mean, Zach's basketball IQ is what I, I always kind of put into question because I feel like he's got all the athleticism and talent in the world. I just don't feel like he always makes the right. right move.
1: De- yeah. It doesn't make the right decision.
0: Yeah. And to go back to Kobe white and the Bradley Beal comparison, Kobe white's definitely not, as good a shooter as bradley Beal is right now but he's not a jimmy butler was never
1: a good shooter right until yeah. he worked on it so he's got some time
0: but, but kobe white's already shown you that he can knock down that open shot that was or, or that three-point shot and that was one of the things coming out of college we wondered will he be able to knock down threes in the nba he showed you that he can get hot and you can knock, knock down shots he needs to be more consistent less of a streaky shooter and, uh, but if he turns into a Bradley Beal, like we're going to, we're going to be good in a couple of years,
2: guys. And you know, and that's the other thing too, when you talk about Jimmy, I mean, he's a complete anomaly, like to, to draft a player like that out of the, uh, at, at the end of the first round and then watch him develop and then turn into a superstar. Yes. Yeah. I said superstar to turn into that.
0: I, I have said it on my podcast. He's, you, he's, you finally admitted he's, it. He's, he's a, he's a low tier superstar. Okay, that's still
2: a superstar. Still a superstar. He's still you, leader of keep, the lead. Keep throwing he's, shade, he's bro. Bo-
0: he's on that bottom rung. You're
2: hanging on. I'm shocked, bro, because if Idea was here, he, you know, usually you're the one throwing on the cape. So I mean, for you to be sitting there throwing shade at someone, I mean, this is very, very exciting to see you kind of flip.
0: Well. There you go. I'm glad I didn't disappoint this time. <laughs> so, uh, go ahead.
2: I, I do want to ask you something, though, because, uh, you know, we I, I did ask you to come on uh, earlier uh, earlier in the year when the uh, Lakers were in the finals, bro. Uh, but uh, for some reason, you says, well, it's already 2-0. It's not exciting. And, and something very strange happened. Why don't you tell us about that? Yeah,
0: I just didn't want to talk to you because I know how, how you don't like to hear about LeBron, and especially when LeBron's <laughs> doing well. Mm-hmm. So... I, I, it, it was more for you than it was for me.
1: You mean AD was doing well? You ain't got to gas me up, bro. <laughs> AD was doing well.
0: Hey, who was uh, the, the the MVP of the the finals?
2: Mm-hmm. By default. Uh, no,
0: by default. End of this. End, end of this conversation.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's move it on. Let's move it forward. All right, we got some free agents out there, and uh, after the draft, free agency is going to open up. Who do you think the Bulls should target? to round out that roster. We got uh, names like Anthony Davis, which we know he's not going to sign with the Bulls. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got, um, what is it, Montrezzi, Harrell, uh, Fred Van. Montrez Harrell. Yeah, Harrell.
0: (laughs) There's talks that the Bulls are interested in him, and I'm a big Montrez Harrell fan. He averaged 18 off the bench for the Clippers. He was the sixth man of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Montrez is dope. Um, I don't, how much money would it cost to get him here? I'm not exactly uh, sure but I'm sure whatever the number is, I would not be excited
1: about. It. Yeah. Fred, Fred Van fleet.
2: Yeah. That's, that's Mike's favorite name.
0: He's getting big money.
2: He is, he's going to get paid because of that title. But, um, with Harold, the thing is, is that he's going to get paid because of that six man, uh, and he, and you know, that's mm-hmm. what happens. is yep. you, you get notoriety. You get, these you get, dudes get all gassed up When they start making these, uh, when they get to free agency and they have their free agency year and in, a, in every sport and then they come out the year after they get that money and they're like oh you know, be, i already got my money to
0: be paid to be a starter though like, yeah yeah he's gonna get started money so does that mean to to get harold you're gonna have to move on from somebody on the bulls roster gotcha to make way okay, right now larry markenden plays the power forward and undersized wendell carter at 610 plays our center <laughs>
1: <sighs> yeah, we know. And marketing can't play center. We know that. I know. I know y'all Absolutely listening.
2: Not. Y'all listening can't see my face, but every time I hear Wendell Carter, I just my whole face like just
1: <laughs> my neck drops right, to the so, side. So should they sign a big man like maybe some a uh, Paul Millsap? Uh, who else is out there as a big guy?
0: Millsap's 35, 36. five, thirty six. I'd stay away from Millsap.
1: You got Dwight Howard. <laughs> oh, <brother.
0: laughs> if Howard's smart, he resigns with the Lakers. That yep. was oh, the yeah, best decision so. that he's made. We know crazy.
1: he's not smart. Uh, what about Marc Gasol? Another oldie but goodie. How I old ask. is he really, though?
0: He's he's 35, 36. He he's he's near retirement. That's weird. yeah.
2: What what about someone like Brandon Ingram?
0: I like Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram's gonna get a big contract, though. And uh, I
2: mean, he's a young guy. He's only twenty
1: three.
0: So if you can get rid of, uh, <laughs> you gotta get rid of Adam Porter and Felicio, and Felicio. Well, yeah. Mm. I don't know how Felicio got his $32 million, but, you know, that, God bless him. I'm that, not mad at the player. They,
1: got, they had to pay
2: somebody. and they got to, the player.
0: They the have Gino. to spend the money, right? There's a minimum.
2: So what about someone like DeMar DeRozan?
0: I, see, DeMar DeRozan, I think he wants to go to a contender. So coming, coming to the Bulls doesn't make a lot of sense for me if I'm DeMar DeRozan because we're not a contender right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it talks about him going to the Lakers possibly in a trade scenario of some kind.
1: Yeah, I mean – they're going to have a bunch of all-stars just to compete with Golden State.
0: But, uh, yeah, dude, I, honestly, I don't think the Bulls get any of these names. Brandon Ingram. Nobody? I, Nobody? I, I, think you, I think Brandon Ingram. Not those names that you mentioned. By, maybe Bogdanovich?
2: Nope. I'll, I mean, I'll keep throwing them at you. Drummond?
0: Absolutely not. I don't see nah. the Bulls signing Andre Drummond. Now, Matras Hero was the only name where I'm like, you know what? I'd like his toughness. We need toughness on defense.
2: I agree with that. Mm-hmm.
0: I like his attitude. Um, you know. Because
2: because because some of these I mean these guards play soft. Sharman so so soft. You,
0: you need someone to do the dirty work cuz who on the Bulls is going to do the dirty work?
2: Uh, that was the guard packs when they did this all dirty.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, I would say right now for 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 this squad we find a way to get rid of Wendell. We bring in Montrez Harrell because Montrez Harrell is a better player than Wendell Carter. Agreed. Agreed. And, and you can play. You can play Montrez at the center.
2: So yeah. I mean, we we know one one of the biggest uh, struggles the Bulls have is shooting. So what about you know Joe Harris?
0: I don't think they're gonna have the money for Joe Harris. Yes, I mean that's or want to pay him the money. I don't think he's. I don't think he's on the radar. I I I, I, I I'm I'm interested to see. See, with Garand Pax, you kind of knew how Garn Pax operated, right? Yes. You knew that they would sign a Thomas Sadoransky. Yes. You knew that they would overpay for an Otto porter or take on a huge contract and then just say, well, we're not going to get anybody in free agency. That's why we traded for Otto porter.
2: Yeah, and that and that's what they, they kept feeding us the line, uh, oh, media man. and everyone that says, oh, this is their free agency. This is their free agent pickup.
0: But our tourists <laughs> and Mark Eversley, who knows? Maybe they'll make a big splash. Maybe they will trade for James Harden somehow. I don't. Know. I don't want him.
2: I don't want him either. You guys are crazy. <laughs> Why, dude? Like, so he, you? you but here's top the top thing. Top oh, that's cool. I already have a squad full of guys who can't play defense <laughs> and <laughs> want the ball every time, no matter what. So how many? Let, let me. He's
1: gonna I mean, score forty, fifty points, on. and we're gonna lose. Mike, you played basketball for a long
2: time. You still play ball when you can get out there. So let me ask you a question: Since the beginning of time, has the game changed where they add one, more than one basketball in the game, or no. is this? Oh, so there's that's, so there. You're telling what? me you're telling me there's still only only one basketball <sighs> that can go around, so only one player can have a ball at a time. This is breaking
0: <laughs> news, folks. That's basketball
2: correct. still only has one ball.
0: We already got Zach Levine who
2: hogs the ball, right? Yeah.
0: Well, I would trade. I would trade Zach Levine in a heartbeat for James Harden.
2: Yeah, I mean, oh, if you can yeah. Get a, that's different. If you, if you can get a better James scorer Harden, that still can't play the, defense.
0: The problem with the Rockets wasn't James Harden. And you saw their defensive intensity pick up once the bubble restarted. You're like, crap. <laughs> 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 I didn't know they could play defense. Look at James Harden out there playing defense. I think James Harden can play defense. I think Doesn't he's, want to. Uh, he's very good with his anticipation. He gets He gets steals. My problem is why do you – want to put Russell Westbrook in a corner on a wing and make him a spot up shooter. Now mm-hmm. he averaged 27 points did Russell Westbrook, but you saw what happens in the playoffs. He can't hit from he can't hit from the outside. James Harden likes to create, likes to drive to the basket, needs to kick it out to somebody. Russell Westbrook is not that answer.
1: No, not at all.
2: All right, Mike, so I know you got a lot of uh, irons in the fire here when you're not talking about basketball. Tell us about your uh, projects.
0: So my my group, Shy Native, also our, our, our entertainment label is called Shy Native Entertainment. We've been putting out songs and videos for the past five weeks. We call it Shy Native Fridays, where we'll put a new song and new video out. You can go to YouTube right now, type in Shy Native. You'll see all of our, our all of our videos for the past five weeks. We just dropped our latest one, the intro, and they're available on all streaming platforms as well. If you don't want to watch the video and you just want to bump the song in your car or whatever, you can follow me on Instagram, Mike Logic, M I C L O G I K. I have all the information up there, and a lot of dope music has been put out in the past five weeks. I hope people will come to appreciate it.
1: Yeah, and I'm really uh, enjoying the good one and Ten Toes. Those are my two favorites right now. There you go.
0: Thank you, fellas. We appreciate the support.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's on the playlist. Uh, yeah, it's we- on my go-to work playlist. so I can get all hype going to work.
2: Yeah, we, we had a good time. We dropped by uh, by the video shoot a few weeks ago too. Oh, for Ten Toes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah,
0: we- we appreciated that. We were, we were
2: psyched to see you guys. Yeah, dope. That was, that was, that was dope. That was a dope game. I think we, after we go in to go see Jessica. Yeah. 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 So yeah, man, well, well, listen, Mike, uh, you know, we, we have the best, uh, we wish you the best, uh, tomorrow. You know, we got, you got some going on tomorrow, so we're yeah, not, not gonna, we're not going to go too deep into that, but we do wish you well. And we hope to, uh, hope to talk to you soon. And, uh, best wishes over here from, uh, from us.
0: Thanks a lot, guys. And on Net podcast, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. There we so go. Stay tuned for
1: that. All right, Mike, thanks for coming on. We'll see you in the future. We'll talk some more basketball pretty soon. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Mike Logic will join us for Stirring the Pot. Stay tuned.
2: Hey, true Chicago sports fans, show off your Chicago pride with some fresh gear from Grit Clothing Company. At Grit Clothing, they create simple, classic clothing that represents their Southside Chicago lifestyle. With products like hats, T-shirts, hoodies, and glassware, Grit has everything you need to represent your Chicago pride. Check out gritclothingco.com and use the promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% your entire order. That's gritclothingco.com and use the promo
1: code TRUEFAN15. Welcome back to True Chicago Sports Fans Podcast with E-Rock and Big Z. It's that time again. You know what time it is? Yeah, buddy. It's time for Stirring the Pot. <laughs> what do we have today, E?
2: So we got our Thanksgiving edition. We do have our special guest, Mike Logic. We're going to bring him in for this one. Oh, boy. You oh, know, man. I know. It's,
1: Thanksgiving, it's, King.
2: It's turkey time, bro. Oh, it's yeah. turkey time. Oh, it's, yeah. It's Mike's, November, bro. Mike's stirring it up over there. All right. What you got, E? All right. So this is a big one. This, is, this happens every year. And there's always a debate about it, so we're gonna talk about it. Last week we did did the uh, the canned cranberry sauce, which is (sighs) delicious. Disgusting! It's so good. Yeah, Yeah, y'all can. Yeah, knock it off there. (laughs) But here's so this week. Yeah, we're gonna talk turkey. All right, we're talking turkey. We're gonna talk turkey. All right. Now, now I'm involved in both sides of this. All right. All right. So, white meat or dark meat? Hmm.
1: Yeah, you are involved on both sides. I get it now. (laughs) This is all about me right here. This is all me. Uh, I'm going to go white meat. I'm going to go white meat. Mike, what you got? Uh, I'm going to
0: go dark meat. Yeah, see, oh, okay. Mike's, Mike's correct. Don't give me some great Mike's uh, correct. Mike's correct. Just because he agrees with you, no, he,
2: he's correct because because that's the that's the actual part. You know why I need cranberry sauce is to because your dry ass <laughs> to, to be able to choke down that white meat, bro. Choke down that white meat, bro. That's and you, how are you gonna say you like white meat and then you don't like the sauce? You sit there and choke on that meat. Choke on that meat because I don't really eat turkey for Thanksgiving. I can't man. wait for them to bring back choke on that meat.
0: <laughs> I think I think this year I want to try one of those Popeyes uh, fried turkeys.
2: Oh yeah, hell yeah! Well, can they put it in a sandwich?
0: Arby's. Can man. I just get a? Have you seen two, the Arby's two, commercials with the the fried turkey?
2: Oh boy! No,
0: but no, I, I haven't seen that. I'm saying give me two Arby's after this.
2: Give me two pieces of bread and then just that whole turkey in the middle, bro. I've been I've been on a diet and I've been very. I've bad. had
1: fried turkey and guess what? That's my favorite right now. That's fried turkey.
2: Hey, I, I, I bet on the fried turkey. To, the uh, <laughs>
1: the white meat actually tastes good. <laughs> it does. That's why I chose white meat. Do <laughs> so y'all mess with ham? See, oh, I all day used to make the ham and the turkey that's that's what we have i i like
2: i like ham i'm not a big fan of like warm ham <laughs> and wait ham
1: and both of you guys don't like pineapple hell no eh. see mm. so that's what i'm saying i like pine- you put pineapples on the ham I but, like but i just said i'm in a, or in a
0: football. yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah but I, I but i just said that i'm not a big fan of like warm ham like it's weird to me warm okay All right, my you know thing I, mean? like, I rather have...
0: forget the turkey forget the ham let's talk about the sides really quick there right. you go. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, our ground potatoes are my thing.
2: Yes. Yeah. Uh, mac and mac cheese, bro. And cheese. Mac right. and cheese. Mac and cheese number one. I, I, I make Little really good mac and cheese.
0: Little bacon bits in the mac and cheese.
2: So I I did this whole thing where I would do um, I would make bacon and then chop up some onions. Okay. And then cho- and put that in the some of the bacon grease and then chop up that bacon and add it back in there. And then that that's how I would start my sauce. I had my butter. I started making a roux and then I started making my my cheese mm-hmm. sauce.
1: All right, everybody. Look out for E-Rock's cooking podcast coming out <laughs> to, the, to <laughs> your ears near soon. We've been
2: talking about food long enough and yeah. I'm on a diet so you know I'm getting excited. And so one day a year I'm allow myself to uh, go crazy. Yeah. I'm gonna actually eat some uh, carbs for once.
1: All right. Let's uh, wrap it up. This was awesome talking some food with you guys. Uh, but we'll talk to Mike pretty soon. We'll keep stirring the pot next week. All right, brother. Appreciate you coming out, Mike.
0: Thanks for letting me talk basketball and food. Two of my favorite things.
2: There you go, brother. <laughs> All right. All right, y'all. That's it for today. Thank you for listening. If you like what you hear, remember to give us a review and five stars on your listening apps. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Spotify and iHeartRadio and click that notify button on Facebook to be notified when we go live. Don't forget, you can also donate to the show as well. All proceeds will go to the betterment of the show. We love you guys. Thanks to our sponsors, North Caesar, Villain Radio Studios, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to check out gritclothingco.com and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 for 15% off of your entire order. Thanks to our Bears analyst, Ilk Brown. Don't forget to check out his podcast, Beat the Block, which is available on all major platforms. And shout out to our special guest, Mike Logic, for his insights on the Bulls draft and all things NBA. Shout out to Ronesh, our producer, Jay Soto. And don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us at True F- True Shy Fans on Twitter. That's true CHI fans. And we're also on TikTok. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Spotify, and reach us, reach out to us on our email. We want to hear from you. Reach us at true sports fans at gmail.com. Alright, y'all, for Z- Big Z, this is E Rock. We'll see you next week for episode 20. Oh boy. And until then. Be good to each other,
1: a love of sports.
2: Yeah, I'm a man. <laughs>